0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number Limited Edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When I'm
1: older, I want to be a medical researcher and potentially a doctor.
2: At just 14, Anika Shabrolu is one of the top scientists of her age. She won 3M's Young Scientist Challenge of 2020 for her discovery that could lead to a potential therapy for COVID-19. Her passion for science started years before the pandemic hit, but she was inspired to focus her research on the coronavirus once its impact became clear. So today I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna hand things over to Anika to talk about her award-winning project and what she plans to do next. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction.
1: I am Anika Chibrolu. I'm from Frisco, Texas, and I'm 14 years old. My grandfather actually used to live with us for a long time, and living with him was really fun for me because I used to always go to his room and we used to talk about science. Um, He used to Kind of let me learn about the periodic table of elements being a chemistry professor and um, he used to bring home science experiments the little ones like uh, building a volcano in your backyard or um, making salt crystals and it was really interesting because of the vastness of it and there's so many places to discover there's so many places for invention and curiosity so that kind of pushed me forward and got me thinking of new ways to indulge in science and get to know it more. And then over time in sixth or seventh grade, maybe fifth grade, I actually started using my knowledge to um, help the world and learn how to use it to um, invent new things or find new discoveries. What I wondered was pretty basic questions, to be honest. It's actually like what you go forward with those questions with and how you go about answering those questions. Some of them were really simple, like why does this move like this or why do these things go like this? There weren't anything super... um, complicated, but going about those answers and finding those answers, that's the most important thing. In school, I actually learned about the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, and that's when I sort of got interested in the influenza virus and drug discovery, because at that time, there wasn't a lot of resources, a lot of materials, which was one of the reasons that the the pandemic at that time was so severe. And I got interested in drug discovery, viruses, diseases, and pandemics. Drug discovery is a long, costly, and difficult process, and it's to find a potential antiviral or therapeutic against a virus or disease. So I started to do my own research on that, um, just out of pure interest. The first time I entered a project of the influenza virus for submission was the Dallas Regional Science Fair, and that was in 2019, but I actually participated in the fair in early 2020. So in February, and I got good results from there. And I was actually going to move forward to state, but unfortunately that got canceled because of the pandemic. Um, And I started submitting my project to other smaller places, such as um, a Texas Humanities Symposium and other things like that. And I found out about the 3M Young Scientist Challenge from my brother, who had actually submitted a project for it a couple of years ago. So he recommended that to me and I submitted it like four minutes before the deadline because I learned about it so late. And um, that's where things actually started. And in March, school got canceled and everything got turned virtual. And that was kind of a big hit for everyone because no one had been expecting that. Everything was just really new and kind of like a shock to everyone. After I processed the entire thing, um, I came to realize that um, I could use my work on the influenza virus and kind of pivot that over to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. However, I didn't really think of it too much until I got chosen as a finalist for the 3M Young Scientist Challenge, which was in early June. I was paired with my mentor, and we decided to change my project and actually target the SARS-CoV-2 virus using the same methodology that I used for the influenza virus. My experience working with my mentor, Dr. Mafusa Lee, was really amazing. She is a corporate scientist from 3M's Materials and Resource Division. I learned so many new um, things about science and the scientific um, discovery process, and she taught me a lot about how to actually go from this idea to actual invention. The best way to explain the in methodology to non-scientists is it's basically taking drug discovery to a virtual level. And you just make predictions about drug discovery and potential molecules that can act as antivirals on a virtual level. So everything's done on softwares, databases, and computers. The in methodology is just the first step of drug discovery. And from the methodology, I was able to find an antiviral, a potential antiviral against the SARS-CoV-2 virus targeting the spike protein, which would act for um, treatment of the COVID-19 infection. So it's kind of like a lock and key. Say there's a set of keys and there's only one of those keys that can uh, unlock the lock. Um, You wanna find like the perfect molecule which can kind of unlock the spike protein. And when I say unlock, you wanna say um, inhibit which would basically mean stop the function of the protein. To find the right lock or to find the right key for the lock of the spike protein, I ran multiple tests which um, tested interaction levels, um, which tested safety of the molecule potentially in the human body. And after I ran all these tests, I found the best molecule, which had the best potential to inhibit the spike protein without causing a lot of harm to the human body. The in silico methodology is actually a really widely used methodology, obviously, because it can hasten up the drug discovery process and lower the cost of drug discovery, so it's used in various environments and places, and not only for drug discovery, it's beginning to be used for other resources and other treatments as well. I found out I won on October 13th, I think. Um, It was just really shocking and exciting at the same time. I couldn't believe it because all the other finalists, they had these amazing projects, and to think I won was just really humbling and exciting. I won $25,000 and a surprise destination trip. I plan on using it first for my research and putting that forward for the next stages of research. And um, next, yeah, saving it for college and also using it for a nonprofit organization that I started with my brother, which is called Academy Aid. It just aims to give the resources and materials that underrepresented children need to pursue a more well-rounded education. The rest of the year for me looks pretty virtual. Um, I don't think I'll be doing in-person school for the rest of the year. The first thing I'll do when the pandemic is over is probably hang out with friends. Everything that I've been doing with them has been virtual, so over Zoom, FaceTimes, and things like that. Um, So getting that contact with them and being able to actually be in person with them will be really fun once the pandemic's over.
2: I have to tell you, it's young people like Anika who give me hope for the future. This pandemic has led to some amazing scientific breakthroughs but it's going to be up to Anika's generation to keep innovating and testing the limits of science. And if Anika is any indication, it does seem like our future is in good hands. Thank you, Anika. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.